so I'm sitting in my car and my audio setup is basically a clip-on mic but without the fuzzy thing that goes over it <laughs> uh, like resting on my on the seat and so I don't know what the sound quality for this is gonna be like I apologize ahead of time if it's awful and also I'm probably gonna be drawing while I'm talking because I just I've been drawing a lot lately and it feels nice, so if you hear some weird little scratching noise in the background, then <laughs> that's my pen I'm on my paper. <laughs> so I, um, I've been going for drives lately. It's really nice. I'll just like go somewhere and then turn down a way I've never been. And out where I live, there's a lot of really beautiful like country road drives. I live in Nebraska in a pretty small town. Um, and so just pretty much in almost every direction there's just um, low hills with like cornfields and trees and it's just so so pretty. I love it here. Um, anyway so I was like driving today and recording myself rambling and I, <laughs> I realized how self-indulgent and funny this sounds but like I had a lot of nice gems like come through just stuff that I feel like made a lot of sense um that I think other people might benefit from too and this is also to help me remember it just talking about it more uh I also have some notes so let's let's see how this goes <laughs> so um basically for the past week and a half I have tried a pretty new approach which is just accepting that how I feel is a choice. And um, I might have discussed this a bit on the last episode, but I've had resistance to this idea because I thought it sounded like suppression and like all that love and light, new age bullshit that completely denies the shadow side of things. And, and it's like, I just came to associate the concept of choosing your state of being as inherently like, well, you're probably going to suppress things then. It's better to take them as they come and be honest with yourself about it. Um, and the thing is, yeah, it is best to take things as they come and be honest with yourself about it, but you can fucking choose how you orient yourself in reality and certain states are much more conducive to pretty much every single thing you could ever fucking want <laughs> and others aren't. <laughs> So, um, I've been riding some bliss waves this past week and a half, and basically it's ideas that I've known about for a while, like, going on 10 years probably, um, but it's basically just the concept that, like, if you take care of your, um, people say vibration, you can call it mood, or you can call it dominant state of being basically your internal state like if you look after that and you foster something that's open and receptive and grateful and um doesn't try to control things too much but also believes that things are going to work out and you just pay like you um sort of tune your internal state to something like that then amazing things happen and things just fucking work out like magically and i think a lot of us are familiar with um, the phenomena that I'm speaking of, like, if you've ever worked at a restaurant or some type of job where there's a high volume of people during the day, I'm sure that you've noticed, um, that your mood attracts certain types of people. <laughs> um, it's just so obvious with that kind of job. And then also the thing where, you know, one thing goes wrong and everything starts going wrong. Like, you have a day where it you know, it's just, it's one thing after another. You step in an icy puddle, and then your cat dies, and then you stub your toe, and then you forget something, and then you cut yourself while you're making dinner, and it's just thing after thing. Um, so it can go the opposite way, too, and just, like, t caring for your internal state, first and foremost, just making sure that you're, like, in your fucking body, for one, present open, you're not resisting anything, you're trusting reality, you're trusting yourself. I'm not saying it's easy to stay in this state, okay? <laughs> I've been working on this shit for a while, um, and I kept kind of missing 
things with it or just kind of I felt like I was going in circles but it's been clicking in, in new ways lately and I'm gonna talk about how like what helped me change that and already see some results from it so the very first thing that helped me change it was just accepting okay how I feel is a choice even if part of me might fear suppression I'm still just gonna take this as as an experiment and run with it and kind of just assume it's true because what's the worst that can happen you know if you don't take the risk of fully believing that things are under your control like that like you can choose how you feel um then you never you're just completely closing the door on the opportunity before you even get to walk through it whereas if you take the risk of be feeling like an idiot <laughs> like <laughs> like i had to, i had to push past that resistance you know because I've heard of all this law of attraction stuff before and things, and I don't know, a part of me just kind of felt like it sounded really naive and too simple to be true and just like bullshit, and we give ourselves all sorts of uh, reasons to hold ourselves back from helpful things, but I also think there's kind of like an oversimplified version of law of attraction that doesn't get to the root of how to do it. Um, and it's also an intensely personal thing and a lot of like people who talk about it I think they miss an important component um, and that's just like getting your heart involved like really learning how to feel things I've heard people talk about stuff like this for so long you know like saying the heart is magnetically powerful and it can like draw things to you it's what connects you to the field uh, and the mind is powerful too, but not even compared to when you can actually feel the things that you want to create for yourself. Um, and it's true, but that part was like missing for me for a while. Like I could think into like dreams, like things I want to achieve or manifest, but I, I had a hard time generating feelings that felt believable about it. And that is why I think it hardly ever worked for me. Or when I'd manifest things, it would just be something I casually mentioned that would just pop up like months later. It was kind of like it would work here and there, but I didn't like I wasn't seeing like the lever or I wasn't I knew it conceptually what you're supposed to do. I just hadn't found a way that clicked for me yet. And I finally did, and I've already seen like really awesome results from it. And I don't want to like brag about things, but maybe I'll talk about that a little later specifically the, the stuff that um, has already shown up but I think that's really personal um, I will say one of the things like pretty much the day after I decided to just practice being in this receptive mode and open to things and I literally like added this affirmation that I'm open to unexpected blessings the same day someone pretty much gave me a really fucking awesome thing that I've been wanting for a long time and that I thought I wouldn't be able to afford for like another, I don't know, year or more. Um, out of the fucking blue, I had no reason to expect anything like that could ever happen and it was incredible and it was literally like the day after I was just like, like I was just saying, getting involved with like the heart stuff. I wasn't even thinking about things I want to manifest necessarily, but I was like really deep in this gratitude state from this technique I did um, that I'm going to talk about. It's basically just like heart coherence. Uh, this is super fucking rambly and I'm, I'm sorry uh, that you have to <laughs> listen to it, but you actually don't. You can end it anytime you want. So that's just a reminder if you don't like me then you don't have to listen. <laughs> anyway, it's true that when you actually want things you push them away and when you're just grateful for what you have with a like with a general idea of what you want to move towards, that's enough to make things fall into place. And I've just been having this realization in various uh come through in various metaphors t to me and it's like we so being cut off from like your heart and creative capacities and true creativity and just you know your humanity which I think is an amazing thing in it's pure form before it gets uh conditioned out of us you know um when you aren't connected to that like that flow of life whatever you want to call it 
your soul, whatever it is that allows you to just like be okay in this moment and connects you to all that cosmic wisdom. It's like you're constantly dehydrated, you know, to varying degrees. You just either feel like you're fucking suffering and about to just die because you can't bear the weight of things. Or there's like this little itch in the back of your mind of just being like thirsty and it's like something just feels wrong, you know, always. Because, um, yeah, if you let if you let society and all of our programming crush the creative spirit out of you and crush your authenticity and independence and magic out of you, which there's no shame in, shame in it if you have. It happens to most of us from one degree to another, like from some degree to another, it's... Yeah, and then some people kind of find ways to get back to it. All of us can, though, and that's why I want to fucking talk about this stuff and make people realize that it's possible. Because it's possible to live in reality tunnels where it's basically just like hellscapes and you feel like you have no fucking power at all. And it's just so far off from what the truth is that I just really want people to know this. So, (laughs) back to what I was saying. When you're cut off from your soul and like the universal flow of energy or whatever, however woo-woo you want to make it, whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean. When you feel alive versus dead inside, you know. When you're cut off from that, it's like you're always thirsty, you're dehydrated, and you're like running around trying to rearrange the external world, trying to get the job, trying to get the body, um, just like finding ways to look better, finding ways to try to make people like you or earn people's attention or affection basically trying to prove your worth it's like you're trying to get um little water droplets to quench your thirst you know and like you get a few here and there and it's oh it's just enough to like help for just a little bit but it's never enough to like really quench the thirst and you just kind of most of us fall into some kind of pattern of specifically chasing one thing or another uh, trying to fill that void. So for some people it's gambling or it can be internet addiction or sexaholic or all these different addictions, even relationships. That's a huge one. Um, it's been a huge one for me that I've had to heal is like using relationships as an avoidance, like self-avoidance tactic. It's basically just having codependency with reality itself. You're expecting other people or situations in your life to fulfill you within and it never fucking happens and no matter what you do and that's why I think people eventually have like a midlife crisis because they realize like okay I got everything I thought that I was supposed to get and I'm not fulfilled at all there's this fucking gaping void in my soul what is happening I can't feel anything I'm, I'm dead inside you know like so many people feel this way and uh yeah, it's really awful, and that's why people commit suicide and stuff, I think. So, so anyway, um, it's like ch- chasing, like, water droplets in your external world when you have literally just, like, the most beautiful and fulfilling spring within you. And this sounds cheesy because it's like the cliche that everything you want is inside, but it's fucking true, and it's brilliant that the truth is hidden in plain sight like that. Like, the cheesiest cliche, everything you want is already within you. Uh, The answers are within, and all that kind of stuff that we have heard before. It just doesn't register because it sounds too, I don't know, cliche to be true or too simple to be true. And it also makes you feel pretty dumb to even consider it could be that because (laughs) it's like you're running around chasing stuff that's never going to fulfill you and... Yeah, it just make it makes you feel really dumb, I guess. So people don't even want to consider it, and it's like the fact that it's cliche hides it from you too. But I was watching this show the other day, and it's you see like some uh, signs of this kind of codependency pretty much everywhere you look, um, like in the show I just mentioned. A woman's talking to a guy and says, you have a chance at happiness right now. And it's because the guy just entered a new relationship. And it made me realize they're implying, like, here's your chance to be happy. It's a woman that you can, uh, you know, end up with. Like, that's the answer 
to finding happiness. And I just thought that's so twisted and so typical of the way people think um, that when they just find that perfect external condition, they're just going to be fulfilled forever. And it doesn't fucking work like that. And yet we keep falling into the trap of thinking that it does. Even if you consciously kind of know, yeah, yeah, it's all within me, whatever. If I can't be happy alone, I won't be happy with someone. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You can kind of like know it intellectually, but still fall into the trap all the fucking time. So even though it seems really obvious, that's why I'm pointing it out in the first place. Because it's easy to forget. But needless to say, it's never... Um, the external stuff that scratches that itch. It's being um, cut off from our soul. I don't know about you guys, but when I was a kid, I just remember reality It reality just felt really good. And it's, it's hard to really describe what I mean by that. It was like just having a body and being in spaces and I didn't know it at the time but like feeling the energy of, of spaces and the impressions and all that um, it just felt very uh, reality just felt like safe you know like it didn't feel like a constant fucking emergency like it eventually started feeling as I grew up and stuff um, and my opinion at this point is that that's our natural state and that we end up just losing our connection with it and it it never disappears because it's the fundamental nature of things you know that whatever the divine intelligence is working all this shit it i think it has things under control you know like things are fine you didn't create yourself and so you don't have to micromanage every aspect of your existence. There is like a universal flow and um, divine intelligence at play that you can sync yourself up with. And from there, like you're fine, you know, you're fine. You just have to know you are really. And um, so much of just the ability to feel okay with reality and to have some kind of control over what your life circumstances are and get the things that you really want um, is about just accepting that you can feel okay and good and like be alright with that and for me at least it was hard to make this jump I'm not sure why I've always had an easy time like prioritizing how other people feel and wanting to please them but the idea of living for myself was almost like I felt like it was selfish or something and this is our conditioning it makes you think that just having basic needs and wants is fucking selfish <laughs> you know uh, it's so backwards so it takes like kind of a leap of having the audacity to demand fucking more from life like just to accept like no I don't accept living out someone else's vision for me and it is okay to feel alright and to prioritize happiness I used to want happiness just like everyone else does but I would judge myself for it like think that this is hard to explain, but I think a lot of us feel shame for ha just having basic needs and wants. And wanting to feel, like, connected to yourself and, like, part of something and just basically good in your body. It's not a luxury. It's, like, a basic need. So if you have some resistance to letting yourself feel that way, I just please explore it and see what's blocking you. It's usually some kind of internalized uh, belief about low self-worth. And that patterning can run deep, man. I've been working through some fucking layers of that shit recently. <laughs> it's, um... Yeah, but also, like I've mentioned before, this has been kind of a perspective shift. I learned that, like, being too concerned about identifying patterns, you can actually um, enable them to continue. It's like they find a way in the back door. You're trying to do some work on yourself to free yourself from limited ways of thinking and instead you just end up rehashing and replaying the patterns. 
the focus thing is so huge. What you're fucking focusing on, it's going to magnify. So even if you have a good intention of sorting out a conflict of some kind, if you're always looking for the problem, it becomes a habitual way of relating to your environment and you never actually find the peace that you're seeking because you're just creating more of what you don't actually want. So take your focus seriously. Like, what are you thinking about during the day? What are you watching? What are you telling yourself? And yeah, just be really aware of all that because there's so many subtle um, fear and doubt and insecurity and all that is just so subtle. It'll sneak back in. <laughs> like, it'll use anything. There's no limit to how cleverly it can be hidden. You can literally think that you're trying to be conscious and live the best you can while self-sabotaging yourself under the guise of um, being more honest. Like, it, it can get so tricky, so for me, I just have to simplify it as much as I possibly fucking can. Um, so one example of that is that you can always choose to either have more resistance to life or less resistance. And every moment, just ask yourself, am I resisting life more or resisting life less right now? That can be a huge, huge shift, you know? Um, because just, like, opening up, like, learning how to relax is so much of actually being in your power and becoming a creator of your life and not just a little pawn being tossed about by various conditions and uh, suffering and struggling and hellscapes. For me, um, the sensation of being cut off from my spirit and like actually being like present and stuff, you know, just when you get on autopilot and you're stuck in those loops and you just feel disconnected, Nothing's like really super wrong, but it just feels like something is off and you don't know what. And I heard someone compare it to having like a pebble in your shoe and that's a, a very good um, comparison because that feeling is so annoying and it's like... Uh. Um, and yeah, it's like something is always just off and you can't really not notice it. That to me, it's pretty much like a hellscape. Like any feeling of being cut off from that uh, present moment basically doesn't, it feels awful to me. It's starting to feel worse and worse as time goes on as I'm practicing staying in these more open aligned states. When I forget for a second and slip back into overthinking or clinging to something in the external environment or trying to control or judging myself or whatever pops up, it feels so discordant that I can't fucking stand it. Uh, like, I'm coming to actually crave the connected feeling, which helps a lot with feeding it, you know? And, uh, so yeah, I think I might, might have already said this, but your internal state is a choice. Accepting that is a really important first step. Also, the heart coherence thing I mentioned earlier is a really simple thing, but it unlocked a whole world of stuff to me um, with the manifestation things and with just stabilizing this open, more blissful state of being. So first you have to let yourself be okay with wanting it, alright? Because I want to be happy like everyone else. I want to feel good and like trust life and just feel blissful and awesome. And I would judge myself for that because I thought I was being unrealistic or that it was like the drug addict in me that just wanted to escape reality and all, all of this bullshit. I would tell myself to talk myself out of the desire. I was afraid to even want it. And I don't know how normal that is or if I'm just especially fucked up, but I'm saying it just to help, just in case you also have something like that within you because you have to be aware if you have a resistance to the idea of letting yourself feel okay because that's a major hindrance that you have to address first before you can access these awesome states of being okay <laughs> so uh work on that if you feel resistance to like i want to be happy most of the time 
because that's what I feel like that's what I want my default to be okay so I had to accept that that it's okay and that yeah it can happen why the fuck not um also the heart coherence thing for me really like I mentioned unlock some stuff so the video I watched was only three minutes long and this woman was saying basically just breathe into your heart heart um like focus on the heart area while breathing and just imagine it kind of like filling that space and surrounding it and so you do that for like a minute or two and then you just think about a memory where something really amazing happened and you felt a super elevated awesome emotion while you're focusing on your heart and breathing into it and you just do it for like a minute or two so uh well I didn't so I watched that video and then a little bit later I was just listening to meditation music and um started doing that technique so I didn't I went for longer than a few minutes but I did kind of like a free flow thing which for me works better than listening to guided stuff a lot of times um so I was just like focusing on a memory where I felt really connected and, and just really awesome and was doing the technique. And then I started thinking about other really amazing things that have happened. One in particular that I could just really feel, you know, like if you, if you try to tap into it and just like keep connecting or, or keep thinking of different things where you really felt something, um, yeah, for me, I always, like, cry when I do this kind of stuff, and I've been noticing that really deep gratitude and even, like, sorrowful states feel kind of similar. There's almost, like, this threshold for me that I've crossed with those emotions that where it almost kind of all bleeds together, which is a beautiful lesson for me because it's just the duality thing, you know? It's... The, one really isn't inherently better than another when it comes to emotions. It's all just this neutral energy and we create so many issues around just like the stories we tell ourselves about our emotions, the judgments that we make about ourselves based on what we feel. Um, and we just get tied up in knots and it really sucks. So <laughs> this uh, technique I was just talking about, like accessing your heart and feeling those elevated emotions and practicing just letting yourself feel those emotions for extended periods of time. I do this throughout the day um, and it's really amazing. So yeah, I was just like tapping into some really grateful states of being and I can go really deep into those and cry and it can be over the smallest thing. <laughs> uh, I don't know how ridiculous this will sound, but I can... I can even think of something really, really cute and I'll feel so... Um, like a baby duck or something. And I'll feel so grateful that I can cry and... It feels kind of silly to say it, but also fuck it because I think it's an amazing thing to be able to feel that deeply. I've hated it my whole life and tried to resist it, um, hence all the drugs and stuff. But it's actually one of the greatest gifts ever. So if you're a super deep feeler like that, just embrace it because once you figure out how to like alchemize that shit, it can get so crazy what you can um, create. So try, start practicing that kind of stuff. There's guided meditations on YouTube, heart coherence meditations. Start doing those. And not only, don't only think about the memories that make you really happy to feel the emotions, but also think about future things that you want to create while feeling that grateful feeling. Like tap into that future, you know, with the emotion, if that makes sense. This is, uh... The only way I've found so far to be able to feel uh, my visions for the future, which is what a lot of people who talk about manifestation talk about. Like, you have to feel it. Um, the feeling has to be there. Like, Neville Goddard says the feeling is the secret. So, like, you have to imbue it with some kind of emotion. And, uh, like I said, that part was kind of difficult for me until I figured out the heart coherence thing. And, like I said the next day like someone gave me something really awesome like something that would just not happen okay 
Oh yeah, like with this heart color and stuff I've been practicing, um, it's so amazing. I feel like I get uh, MDMA-like symptoms. Well, <laughs> that's the first thing that I'll think of because when I would take Molly and stuff, my feet would feel really... It's <laughs> It sounds really silly saying this stuff out loud, but they would feel like really, really good, like really nice. Like my feet were super sensitive and walking would feel amazing. And basically everything else too, breathing and just existing. And that's been <laughs> happening to me lately, like spontaneous. Um, when you start practicing this heart coherence stuff and practicing more gratitude and things and just this open accepting state of awareness and stabilizing it, instead of just like spontaneous bouts of fear and paranoia and obsessive thoughts and stuff like that compulsive behaviors you'll just get hit with like these fucking bliss waves and it feels so much like molly but <laughs> well the truth is that molly feels similar to these bliss states or that it's trying to emulate it or something but it's amazing because um, you feel that and there's not like the elevated heart and the sweatiness and the yeah restlessness and trouble sleeping that can come with MDMA. Um, it's just really amazing to know that states like that are accessible and possible and that it's all just what you're willing to practice because it is a practice. This is something I've been thinking about too. It's a skill to uh, like keep your energy high and to maintain these open positive states and stuff. And I think a lot of people, they try it for a little bit and give up because it's just too hard or they feel inadequate or they don't understand how to get past their own programming and stuff. Um, But it's much better to think of it as a skill that you're developing, like learning an instrument, you know? Um, nobody picks up a fucking violin and plays <laughs> a beautiful piece the first time. You have to learn how to hold the thing and how to tune the thing and how to rosin your bow and, and all that stuff. Violin, to me, felt way too awkward. I tried it once and I was like, nah, this doesn't feel right. Um, but... Learning how to be like open to life again and feel comfortable in your body and just feel good and stuff, you know, it's a practice. Think of it like you are like going, like exercising or like learning to speak another language. But it's also like remembering, like you're not acquiring anything. You're not learning how to speak a new language. You're learning how to... Um, really serious assumptions about the way things are supposed to be and basically just like trust fall into life and into yourself. I like how McKenna says that something about jumping into the abyss and discovering it's a feather bed. That's exactly what this is. You're taking like a leap of faith into yourself, into life. Um, and it's just amazing what you can discover there. Like just the state of pure being, you know, it's like nothing is wrong and you're part of everything. And <laughs> I don't want this to sound preachy or anything, but I just want people to know that it's fucking possible. Like it's fucking possible to feel good. Do you remember when you were a kid and you felt really inspired and everything was fun and you were super engaged with life and always learning and had a ton of energy? It's pretty much like that, but you're wise. Much wiser than you were when you were a kid and it's the best fucking thing ever. Honestly, if I wouldn't have discovered all this stuff about magic and manifestation and synchronicities and the spiritual realms and all that um, in the way I did, which was basically a few years ago and it's been progressive since then but I don't think that I would have even wanted to stay on earth and I'm not I'm not saying that I would go to, would have gone to the links to exit earth but man I would have been seriously tempted because the reality that we're sold 
by the mainstream and by society and all that is so fucking depressing and false like it's so fake it it's literally <laughs> like when i look at it i think that it's basically like someone took everything about what's optimal for the human spirit to thrive and flourish and stuff and just did the complete opposite <laughs> like literally everything the way people are taught like like from birth you know like from birth take in america for example it's like the hospitals are basically just businesses and they make it a traumatizing experience and they pressure you into drugs and a lot of places don't even let you move around or anything and, and don't even get me started about circumcision and all that shit like it's really messed up, messed up pretty much from birth to death um or it just it kind of just goes against the authentic human spirit in a way that almost seems contrived to me because it's so over the fucking top that it's insane <laughs> but uh i really think it's just basically a an elaborate like playing field or training ground or some kind of game or something um and that you're supposed to wake up and remember your power because once you do that like you start finding the levers on this thing it just changes everything um i since practicing this stuff i find myself just like sitting at the window and like watching like the mist together and like looking at the branches and just like getting like getting really mesmerized by that stuff for periods of time in a way that like I haven't done in really really long you know like since I was a kid and um once I've just noticed that like once you really taste that feeling of being truly connected and being at home and you're environment and trusting and like seeing the way that the universal flow takes care of you and has your back and uh gives you little winks here and there with the synchronicities and stuff um nothing short of that will do like like i said i'm so sensitive to when i get out of alignment lately because it feels by contrast so awful that i can't stand it so it's like i feel determined to find my way back to that better state so i've been meditating like a crazy amount lately and the the basically the lifestyle i have makes it easy to do that thankfully but yeah i just do it throughout the day it takes kind of a lot um it's like a new skill you know so there's really that initial pushback and momentum you have to gather and to be honest it is kind of hard at first like it it feels like work just remembering to return to it but something that I've really internalized about this is that every time you um like slip back into anxiety and manage to pull yourself out of it and get back to like a calm centered state every single time like that's so valuable so don't beat yourself up if you forget because that's a trap that I would fall into like just time after time and I didn't even realize it I would uh, like be conscious for a while and then kind of like forget or fall back asleep for a bit or get super triggered and just like go back into being unconscious for a while. And I would just feel so awful about it and it would make me not even want to like try to get back to things. But it's really important to develop like an unshakable commitment to this practice and just be like, no. I'm just gonna fucking get right back to it. If I fall off and forget, just self-correction is valuable. It's an important part of the reprogramming process. It's what it's all about. You're training your subconscious mind because right now your subconscious mind is kind of trained in a way that probably isn't serving you the way you want. I mean, maybe it is. I don't want to assume your life, but I think for most people it's not. And that's why the external world feels like an enemy that you have to defend yourself against because it's reflecting your subconscious mind back to you. So the thing that really reprograms you to be someone new um, is giving yourself a new subconscious experience or giving yourself a new experience that engages everything that you feel 
you know, like that's what really reprograms you because your beliefs are based on experiences from the past which your subconscious mind stores as data so to, to change your beliefs it's not enough to just uh, read stuff or do affirmations or think about it it has to be a felt thing like your body has to experience it as, as truth and um so giving so learning how to like soothe yourself if you're feeling a disturbing emotion is really 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 essential and it's just it's so like i said once you kind of get in the habit of uh feeling that as a default state nothing else really does the trick it's it's that initial momentum that's the hardest part so uh if you're trying this stuff just stick with it seriously it's it's worth it um and you will you can like break through and i've been doing this like a week and a half um and like i said i've been kind of practicing this on and off in various ways throughout life but like i i really dove into this like a week and a half ago and i mean like it's the first thing i do in the morning like i will make sure I'm meditating and like writing things out and just really working on reprogramming this, remembering that how I feel is a choice, practicing the heart coherence and like trying to stabilize that state of presentness and like trust and all that for as long as possible and make it the new default mode. Um, I've been doing it for like a week and a half and I'm already feeling like incredible things from it and having things line up where there were things that I've been worried about for a long time that just resolved themselves. Um, yeah, I got a really nice way to make money um, writing about some stuff. And like I said, someone just gave me something and I found out I might have a new income soon that will be quite stable and that's awesome. And it all just happened so fast. Um, and I, it was a direct result of my state, basically. Like, I, I know that. <laughs> and so I really urge people to practice that. Do the heart, heart coherence stuff. I listen to Abraham Hicks a ton lately because I first heard them, like, a little less than 10 years ago, I think. And I thought it was cool. I would kind of listen to it every once in a while, but... I guess it sounded too overly simplistic to me, like too good to be true. And I would practice it, but it would be more like mentally, and so it didn't ever really stick, you know. But I'm coming back to the material in a new way right now, and holy fuck, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> there's so much truth in it, it's incredible. And they're funny too, and they have good good metaphors for things like there's one that I thought was like so perfect for what I'm talking about here with practicing a, a new state of being you know and it's like um just trying to identify all of your problems and and solve them each as they come to you like your internal stuff, you know, like the shadow work thing I was talking about, just like looking for the issues and fixing them constantly is basically like running around to like listening to the radio and hearing things you don't like and like running around to a bunch of stations and saying, hey, get off the air. You get off the air. Now you get off the air instead of just like tuning into the channel that you want to listen to. <laughs> and uh, I thought that was like a really awesome way to say it because it really is that simple that when you focus on things you don't want you get more of it and it's so easy to fall into the trap of focusing on something you don't want with the idea of I'm gonna solve this like your mind turns it into this puzzle like I'm gonna solve this problem like analyzing it you know and that never ever works. It just keeps you caught in the trap of confusion, you know? And it's it's hellish. It's like you dissociate from your body and go into this, like... I don't even know, but it's awful. And like I said, like that kind of state of being to me is becoming more and more unbearable. 
I'm really trying to watch myself with this stuff because I'm so excited to see the results of it that I just want to tell everybody, do this stuff, but that's not really how it works, you know? If you go around trying to convince people of things, it actually, it's like it makes you less sure of it. Um, so I've had so many meaningful synchronicities lately that are just crazy. Um, and I just find that when I try to tell people about them, they automatically feel less significant because it's like so deeply personal that, um, yeah, it's just, I think it's better to just keep it to yourself and think of it like some kind of relationship between you and like the greater you reality or God or what, or gods or whatever you want to think of it as. Um... I tend to think of it like we are souls that incarnate as uh, humans to, I guess, to learn some things or just experiment with stuff or, yeah, but it definitely feels like there's stored memory from across lifetimes I've definitely felt into other ones. and. I used to roll my eyes when people talked about past lives, not gonna lie, but um, nowadays, with some of the experiences I've had, which I'm not gonna share because they're really fucking personal, but I'm telling you that I've like felt into a life, a parallel life from the 1800s, and it wasn't, um, I say not, not past, it was parallel, as in like I could feel her existing at the same time as me. And which makes sense because time isn't actually real. Everything is really happening now. And, um, okay, not gonna lie, I kind of lost my train of thought there. So, uh, I'm just gonna wrap this up. I hope that me rambling in my car for however many minutes was good. I have this weird thing where, um, I don't want someone to listen to me recording a podcast even from the other room our place is kind of small and the walls are kind of thin so uh I don't know I just <laughs> I feel so fucking awkward that I'm sitting out in my car and recording this so um yeah be spontaneous like get out and go on random drives to places you haven't been or take more walks that's something I've been doing lately and it's pretty awesome um Hopefully this this ramble was helpful for some people. And yeah, see you next time. Thank you.